return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. And she comes to share. Amen. Honey, I think I'll take a podium. Come right on down to the people. Oh, wow, it's great to be here tonight. And uh, it's, uh, you know, that was neat, that song, Whoso Offereth Praise Glorifies Me. So tonight, the message I've mentioned in several, several different ways that I want to share on expressions of worship. And, uh, you know, the fact that he comes and dwells in the praises of his people, to me, is amazing. Can we ever get over that? that his spirit comes and sets up residence and lives in the praises that we give him. So we have great opportunity when we offer up praise to the Lord and learn more about what the Bible says. So uh, we're going to have fun tonight and grow in the Lord and uh, learn more when we learn more about what the Bible says, that knowledge is power. And we're going to increase tonight in knowledge and in power. So, Father, thank you for your word. Father, thank you that we can sing and praise and lift up your holy name. And, Lord, that you have given us this tool to even to do so many things in the spirit realm. So, Lord, be glorified here tonight. And we just submit ourselves to you. I submit every, every thought that comes that it will be from the Holy Spirit that everyone here will receive just what they need. I thank you, Lord, there's no confusion in you. And, Lord, that things are clear and that your word is filled with power and we mix it tonight with faith. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, everyone said amen. Amen. Well, one of the reasons that uh, God called Pastor Dave and I to birth this ministry was one of the main reasons was to offer up praise and worship to the Lord. And uh, to just keep growing in that. And how many tonight would say, I want more, Lord? That we just want more. I want to learn to walk more in the Spirit. I want to flow in the Holy Spirit and yield to the Holy Spirit and do what He says. So one of my favorite verses for many, many years has been Psalm 22, 3. And it says, You, God, are holy. You who inhabit the praises of Israel. And so... We know that he's holy, and um, even when this church was named, there was a verse that God gave us to name the church Holy Life, because he's a holy God. So the word says, you, God, are holy, and you inhabit the praises of Israel. So repeating again that God has come, and and his praise and worship has gone up. He lives within us, and he resides. God's address is praise. So if we're thinking to ourselves, where are you, God, or what's happening, or I feel distant, or Lord, I don't feel you, just remember, let's all remind ourselves, God's address is praise, and we can praise the Lord, and we're not to praise him with with indifference or with half-heartedness or 
lack of passion, but we're to praise him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Because he is worthy, he is holy, and he's the holy God of Israel, and now we are his spiritual Israel. And he's, we, he's grafted us in, and we can praise him and lift up and change the atmosphere that we are in simply because of praise and worship and getting freer and freer. The Bible says praises do his name. We owe him praise. There's a song when we first got saved, it's, he paid a debt we could not pay. We, he owed a debt. He could, we could not pay. Anyway, he paid it all. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those songs. Like, how did that go again? But anyway, we owe him praise. That's what is due his name. So, you know, simply that. Praise is due his name. And when we pioneered the church, we just, we just said, Lord, we just want to keep growing in praise. We want to keep growing in worship. Okay, let's go to Revelation 4.11. The Lord is worthy of highest praise. We want to live our Christian life with passion. We want to live our Christian life with caring. We've got to care, people. We've got to care about lifting up his name. Thou art worthy, O Lord. And it says to receive. Where's that going to come from? For him to receive. It's going to come from his people. You are worthy, Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you have created all things, and for your pleasure they are and they were created. So we were actually created to what? Shout it out. (laughs) To praise the Lord. We were created to have intimacy with God. For his pleasure I was made to worship him. There's that song we probably all hear on the radio. We were born to worship. We were made to worship the Lord. And so... Tonight, I want to, I've got a YouTube back there that Lowell's going to, or somebody's going to hook up for, for me. And, um, and it's, it's real funny, but I think it's a place where a lot of us have been as far as expressions of worship and um, how we might feel like we're in this natural body, and, but God has called us to do spiritual things. And um, I'll read a scripture of that, but let's go ahead and enjoy this, and I think we'll all find ourselves here at one point or another where where we're in this natural body. Uh, 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, The natural man doesn't receive the things of God. They are foolishness to him, neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. So I think you'll all relate to... Is that ready to go? I'll just keep blabbing. I think we'll all relate to some of the funny things that you'll see. In this how to worship. Worship, an essential part of any Pentecostal church service. It is a participatory activity by nature, but it is not uncommon for some members of a given congregation to feel uncertain about how to engage in worship appropriately. This instructional film will attempt to provide some clear guidelines for those of you who feel this way. Clapping. Since most worship sets begin with upbeat songs, Clapping along with the fast songs can serve as an easy and effective way to loosen up. But when attempting to do this, you may find yourself wondering, what beats should I clap on? (laughs) Don't worry. This tends to puzzle the better part of most suburban congregations. Clapping on beat is really quite simple. In 4-4 time, you clap on beats 2 and 4. In cut time or 2-4, you clap on beat 2, not 1. On an up-tempo 6-8 feel, clap on beat 4. If the song is in 3-quarter time, there's typically no need to clap. 
Just watch the drummer's left hand. When he hits the snare, you should clap. Dancing. There may be times during your worship experience that you feel the need to express yourself physically, but are unsure of how to do so appropriately. <laughs> this is totally normal. Just remember that odds are no one around you knows how to dance either. The easiest way is to jump up and down to the rhythm of the song. To call this dancing is really quite generous, as casual observers would likely call it hopping in place. But it works for most people. If jumping in church is too far out of your comfort zone, some safer alternatives include the knee bender, heel popper, or stationary march. Remember, the dancing is only acceptable on fast songs. Breaking into a jig during a slow song will likely make you appear insane. Hand raising. Many people raise their hands during worship as an act of surrender, but one should be careful to do so in a considerate manner. Ask yourself these questions. Am I wearing deodorant? If the answer is no, don't just go raising your hands as high as you can, as this could be a distraction to your neighbor. Instead, employ the half-mast method and spare your friends the agony. How much room do I have? Before you throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care, take a quick glance around you to check for available space. Nothing can ruin a worship experience faster than having your eyeball gouged out by an inconsiderate worshiper. Sincerity. Anyone can simply sing, dance, and clap their hands. But how do you show God that you are sincere in your efforts? Simple. You must use appropriate facial expressions at all times. This is usually accomplished by pretending to be in varying amounts of discomfort. Let's try it. Raise your hands to just above the shoulders. Now imagine you're passing a kidney stone. Nicely done. Very authentic looking. Also, remember to close your eyes. You can't communicate with the Lord with your eyes open. That's a rule. If you simply must have them open, at least look up at the ceiling or something. It makes you appear more spiritual. Now you possess all of the tools necessary to worship God effectively, or to at least appear so. <laughs> I think we can all relate to some of those things, can't we? But the fact remains, praise is due his name. And the fact remains that there are expressions of worship, like lifting our hands. And uh, like Pastor Dave and I have often said, we did not grow up in churches like that, but we found out what the Bible said. And the minute, if we saw it in the Bible, like in Timothy, it says, lift up holy hands without wrath or doubting. Or Psalm 48 says, clap your hands, all you people. And then another form of expression in that same verse is shout unto God with the voice of? Triumph. All right. <laughs> so he's the one who gives us the victory. And there is really, I'm not going to go here, but there is an enemy who wants to silence every one of us. There is an enemy who wants to keep us small-mouthed Christians and keep our mouth closed because there's such creative power in our words. There's such creative power in our worship and our, in our expressions of praise. So as funny as that is, I think we can all relate to that and, and get a kick out of it, and, but just keep growing. And I just, I believe everyone in this room wants to keep growing and get freer and freer. Knowledge is power. The more we learn about the Word of God, the more we learn about the experience. It's like Pastor Dave says, when we experience His presence, yeah. 
There's, there's nothing that can compare. There's no high like the Most High. And uh, he is, he's sweeter than the honey and the honeycomb. And he does satisfy the longings of our soul. So we have this great opportunity to praise him and to worship him. And no matter how we feel or don't feel. And I, what I wanted to look at tonight was some seven words of um, Hebrew words. It's like a progression into the presence of God. And I think if there was a favorite topic of many of ours, it would be his presence. That actually his presence is here. That Jesus is here. And that we will be touched tonight. Spirit, soul, and body. If, if you need healing in your body that his, his presence is here. Amen. Psalm 1611 says, in his presence is fullness, fullness of joy. So depression lifts, discouragement lifts. Yep. And again, we don't have time to get into the testimonies we've been hearing, but just the touch of Jesus, one touch right. from Jesus changes lives Amen. and changes our hearts and heals and makes us whole. So, so there's nothing like his presence. So I'll cover these seven Hebrew words for praise, a progression into the presence of God. And um, I just, I'll just say, well, the first one is toda. And um, this is a sacrifice of praise, which amplify a sustained singing. Also refers to praising the Lord as a processing, process, processing, anyway, a choir walking, I think is what it is, or parade. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> there you go. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. And so that Hebrew word, toda, a sacrifice, a praise, come on. Do we always feel like it? No, we don't. <laughs> but we, we do what the Bible says. Amen. We offer up a song of praise. The sustained singing to me reminds me of when, you know, we might just um, be singing in the spirit in between songs here and during the worship and praise. And um, maybe it's just a word like hallelujah. Or maybe it's just a word like, you're my best friend, or something like that. You know, I'm just making this up as I go. But, but sustained singing and just lifting our voices and singing out loud. Okay, everybody say, out loud. Some people might say, other people out there might say, not you guys, but might say, well, I can just think it. But I have to go back to the creativity and the power that is in our words and how powerful it is. It changes our atmosphere when we have sustained singing and you feel it you've all felt it tonight probably and but it also those same words go back and we hear it with our ears most importantly it goes to heaven and god hears it and he hears sustained singing the the eyes of the lord run to and fro about the whole earth that he may show himself strong in behalf of those whose hearts are perfect towards him. So, I mean, just think of it when he's hearing you, he's hearing his people sing praises and lifting up spontaneous songs in the spirit. And, and I believe heaven stands at attention and he listens. They're singing love songs to me. And uh, he dwells, he dwells in the, in the praises of his people. So, you know, when Pastor Dave and I first met, we were students at the university here, and that's why I love just working with the college students and, and uh, intercepting college students for Jesus because we were some of those that got intercepted. And, um, and there was a great move of the Holy Spirit on campus, and we saw, uh, we were married then in November, well, 34 years ago this month, and, um, and then... We 
started meeting and, you know, with married couples and um, gatherings and Bible studies, praising the Lord. And I just want to tell you, once you experience freedom in worship, once you experience uh, levels of worship, it's like you don't want to go backwards. Amen. And um, in those days, some of the young people that we hung out with, we would have like 100 or 200 people gathered. And, you know, I praise the Lord for the freedom here, but I'm just saying there's more. And we've been in, in circles where everyone has their hands in the air. We've been in circles where everyone in the room is singing in the spirit. We've been in circles where there's, there's more. There's more manifestations of the gifts of the spirit. We've been in circles when there's little ones that are used to give a word from the Lord. And so there's more. So let's just say together, there's more. And it's fun to see, you know, 100 and 200 people worshiping and praising. And so um, we're just continuing to believe God that, that we will just get freer and freer. So that sacrifice of praise amplifies a sustained singing and praising the Lord. Psalm 50:23 says, Whoso offers toda, or whoso offers this type of praise and worship, the result is that, they sing it tonight, glorifies me. So whoso offers this kind of worship, why would we want to resist the Holy One of Israel? Why would my flesh want to stay in the dumps or, or be blue or um, moody? Our flesh, our heart and our flesh can cry out and say, Lord, increase your life within me and offer up that sacrifice of praise and offer up that toda. So whosoever offers toda glorifies me. So if that was the only verse we had, that would be enough. That if we offer up this sustained singing and offer up our voice and offer up our vocal cords and offer up our inhibitions and offer up our self-consciousness and just say, Lord, I care about you more than I care about all those other things. So whoso offer up toda glorifies the Lord. Thank you for that, Jesus. I'm sure you've heard the story when I was at the altar as a young 21-year-old. I hadn't met Pastor Dave yet, but I'd been newly born again. I'd gotten baptized in the Holy Spirit this night. I was in Wisconsin, and I needed the power because the Bible says you're going to receive a power after the Holy Spirit comes on you. You're going to be witness unto me. I was coming back to South Dakota to my unsaved family, including Pastor Kevin, and it was all new to me, let me tell you. But I knew that I wanted to win my family to Jesus. And I was standing at the altar, and an older man named Nick, I'll meet him someday in heaven, and he said to me, I was saying, just, Lord, fill me. Oh, would you fill me more, Lord? And, but I, I was just so in, um, inward and, and so shy. I know that's hard to imagine, but I was just quiet <laughs> and um, not a speaker at all. And... And, but Nick came up to me and he said, I believe God wants you to shout to the Lord. Lift your, hand, lift your voice in a shout to God. And that just seems so foreign to me because that verse in Corinthians, it says the natural man doesn't understand the things of the Spirit. And I thought, that really sounds different. But yet I knew something, something new was in that, right. in that church that I hadn't experienced before. And way back then, everyone today says awesome, and I love that word. This is awesome, that's awesome. Even my little, our little grandson, he's this big, and he goes, that is awesome. (laughs) 
and it just couldn't be cuter. <laughs> but anyway, way back then, I, the word that came to me when I it was experienced his presence is that I was in awe because I heard people praying in the spirit. I heard people using their voices for God. Something new, something was different. Some of you know what I'm talking about. And there was something higher. He brings us up higher. We can go to the mountaintop with God. And we can be on high places, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So when Nick told me that, I respectfully received it. And I just began to say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I got louder and louder, which I won't do because I've got a microphone on. But I began to do what the word said, and I began to shout unto God, and I was endued with power, and I was filled with the Holy Spirit in the chains of, of who knows all what from the enemy were broken off of me, and I was filled with power. But one of the, one of the exercises that it came through was through shouting unto God. <laughs> And um, some people have never shouted unto God. And I want to encourage that because that's one of my favorites. I want young people to shout to God. Uh, does God have, do we have to shout for God to hear us? Of course not. No, we don't. But something happens to us. Something happens in the spirit realm. And there's a freedom right. that we cannot, it can't be replaced with, with anything else. Freedom in the spirit. And I will thank him all the days of my life for setting me free from being in, inward and for enduing me with power, for doing all, enduing all of us with power. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> Yada, the second one that I have here, one of the Hebrew words for praise. Praise is due his name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yada, we think, well, why do we lift our hands? Why do we raise our hands to God? To praise the Lord with hands and with hand movements. I remember when Dave and I, we were dating, and we were at one of these this outpouring of the Holy Spirit and these young people's groups. And, and um, we had, I had gotten free to lift my hands and Pastor Dave was working on it. <laughs> he had shared that testimony before. It was like, wow, I've got bowling balls on my hands. And I didn't know that he was still feeling that, but um, he got obviously totally set free because he saw it in the Bible. And if we saw it in the Bible, we just decided, well, we're going to be doers of the word, not hearers only. Amen. So anyway, I remember at one of these meetings that someone had their hands in the air and they were moving their hands and I thought, hmm, how many of you ever seen that? Yeah, people moving their hands like that. Well, it goes back to this Hebrew word, yada, praise the Lord, with the hands and with hand movements. Who knows what's taking place in the spirit when we're, you know, we, we resist the devil and he's got to flee in the name of Jesus. We push back the darkness in the name of Jesus. We're moving forward in the name of Jesus. We're going to possess our land. We're going to go for the promised land. We're going to go after our inheritance. Go ahead and use your hands when you praise the Lord. Lift your holy hands without wrath or doubting. And thank God we don't have to be self-conscious Christians. Thank God that he is greater than any of those feelings or those thoughts, Jesus is Lord. Okay, Barak, number three. To praise the Lord. Oh, just a second. I forgot some of my notes. Okay, I want to say something about Toda. You don't have to go back to it, though. Toda, it's the, this will fit in with a song at the end that we're, that we're going to have fun with. It's the sacrifice praising God in spite of the fact that your world is in a vice. It's praise that pushes through the wall of adversity. It's an offering that flows to heaven in our time of need. That was Toda, number one. 
Again, the sacrifice of praise. Thank you, Lord, for that power. Yada, that means to lift your hands in response to what the Lord has done through the land. An outward sign of what's inside for all the world to see, like Pastor Davis said at the football games, while the hands are in the air. At many places, while the hands are in the air. Thank you, Jesus, at church, while the hands are in the air. It's a demonstration of our love, so come praise the Lord with me. Barak. Barak, that simply means to bow in the awesome presence of the Lord in all his power. To just be overwhelmed because you can hardly believe you've been given favor by his holy majesty. Thank you, Lord. Barak, to praise the Lord by kneeling or by bowing. It's another form of praise. Psalm 95 verse 6 says, Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us barak before the Lord, our maker. Thank you, Lord. Let us barak. Kneeling and bowing before the Lord. Number four might be one of my favorites. Shabak. Let's all say Shabak. Shabak. We're speaking Hebrew. To praise the Lord with a shout and a loud voice. What kind of a voice? So, you don't have to raise your hands, but how many of you have experienced Shabbat? How many of you have experienced? I tell you what, just was it yesterday or the day before? I was just, I felt, (laughs) Pastor Dave probably knows, but I felt like I was just losing things. Like I lost these notes and I lost this. I said, honey, I'll be right back. I go to the the church and, and, um. He's so helpful and sweet and prayed with me. And, and so when I got home, and I couldn't find this one notebook I was looking for, but anyway, I just began to shabak. And I began to say, Jesus, help me, Jesus. Jesus, help me. You know, and like the blind, blind Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus, he said, Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. He is Barak, Barak or Shabak. He was using his voice, crying out, Lord, I'm desperate for you. And sometimes in your own circumstances or your own disappointments, go ahead and Shabbat the Lord. Lift your voice. That is why that verse that we started out with in Revelation, for his pleasure, we were created. I'll tell you what, he loves to commune with us. He loves to be intimate with us. He loves to hear from his people. He loves to hear his children shout his name. And he helped me with that thing and, um, you know, peace came. So we can, we can shout unto God with a loud voice, but we, we really need to be free to be, to be able to do that. Yeah. It takes freedom. And I appreciate the freedom in, in this place. I appreciate the freedom in your lives. Psalm 63, verse 3. Oh, Lord, because of thy loving kindness, it's better than life. My lips shall... Shabakti, my lips shall Shabakti, my lips shall praise you with a shout. My lips will praise you with a loud voice. So it's okay to get loud at times. Yes, we all know the verse, be still and know that I am God. (laughs) How many got that one down, Pat? Got that one down, Pat? (laughs) Be still. (laughs) I'm real still and quiet. I know that you are Lord. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's continue in that progression. 
into his presence. Let's keep growing. I want to get freer and freer and freer in the spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for doing the work tonight in our lives. Lord, our hearts cry is that we would be free. Our hearts cry is that our, our lives would be free in every generation, the generation above us, the generation below us, yeah. that the young people will be free, the college students, we call them free. We call the teenagers free. We call any children that are of age. The Bible talks about being of a, a reasonable age to know the Lord and that those children are, we call them and declare them free in the Lord and free in praise and worship. Amen? Yes, thank you, Lord. Zamar, number five. Thank you, Lord. Zamar is to praise the Lord with the playing, playing of an instrument because we ask ourselves, well, why do we do that? And there's answers in the Bible. There's scriptures. Uh, Psalm 108 says, Oh, God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give Zamar. Zamar. You know, I hear people all the time saying, um, maybe they say that they play a musical instrument or um, they play the drums or uh, they can play the piano, but it's, oh, it's just, it's just in the home. Yeah, I, I can't do that. It's not good enough. And aren't you glad tonight that it's not a concert? That's right. Aren't you glad tonight that if I believe that there's many gifts in this room that, that God wants to just bring them out of the closet and just start playing and just start having more fun and play for the Lord. And um, the young people that are being raised up in praise and in worship and with musical instruments. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 108, verse 1. Oh, God, my heart is fixed. Now let's all say, I will sing. I will sing. Say it again. I will sing. Let's say it one more time. I will sing and give zamar. So we're going to praise you, Lord. We're going to praise you, Lord, with our instruments. If you, if you have a desire, maybe you, maybe you play the piano at home. Maybe you play a, um, some musical instrument or, or the drums or something like that. Just take a step forward and, and do it some more and have, do a special and, and uh, just keep believing God that you can zamar the Lord with musical instruments. And I like, too, how it says, this verse says, my heart is fixed. So we're going to make up our mind. We're going to make a decision. We're not going to be double-minded. My heart is fixed, and I will sing. My heart is fixed. Lord, I'm going to praise you with this musical instrument whatever it may be. I don't know what God has spoken to you. But uh, there's tambourines. There's, we, we have flags for people that are of age, you know, adults or children, not real little because they don't always understand yet what they're for. But we welcome people using those banners. And like this morning, there were uh, banners being flown. And someone might say, again, like, what's that for? But he is the banner over us as victory, Jehovah Nisi. So it's good to fly banners. It's good to, I'll tell you what, sometimes it doesn't happen very often, but I'm going to say it's going to happen more and more. Somebody might grab a flag and just take off running, and something happens in the spirit. There is a freedom. There's something that's cut loose, and we welcome that. We welcome you to be free in the spirit. We welcome you to express your joy. We welcome you to express your love and your expressions of worship to the Lord. And I think I said in a Sunday school class a while back, you know, if, if, if we hold back and if we're inhibited, 
then that's what we're going to pass on to the next generation. And in Jesus' name, I declare freedom, that we are free indeed because the Son has set us free and that we can pass on freedom to the young people. And you know what? They don't just have to go to a concert to be free. But thank you, Lord. We can praise them in the sanctuary. Oh, God, my heart is fixed. I have made up my mind. I have made a decision to worship you. I have made a decision to give you praise, to love you, Lord, with all my heart, soul, and mind, and strength, and to stay in that place of victory. Number six, halal, halal. This one's really fun. Praise the Lord by celebrating, by dancing, by shining forth, by acting clamorously foolish. Oh, there we go. And a very robust, liberating kind of praise. There was a few weeks back when uh, there was a song at the end of the service, and um, I think it was uh, Turn My Morning Into Dancing. And then Pastor Dave gave a encouragement, hey, let's just do that, and, you know, we need to practice that. And somebody shouted out, well, let's do it now. And uh, there was some... Some people that came forward, and there was there's a friend of ours from Rapid City that came forward, and and it was just so fun because that's exactly what took place: celebrating, dancing, shining forth, and actually in the natural, looking very foolish. I had a scripture in Corinthians here too, where it says about the natural mind: the natural mind doesn't get it. So, have you ever been trying to figure it out in the natural? Yeah. Let's just not. 1 Corinthians 2.14, the natural man doesn't receive the things of the Spirit. They are foolishness to him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. It's not natural to worship. It's supernatural. So thank you, Lord, for that. Oh, I think I forgot to read Shabbat. Shabbat. Okay, let me just move on to Hallel. We, We call Hallel, it means to rave and to boast and to praise the Lord in such a way you get on your t- that it gets on your toes. Wait a minute. Hey, now, what did you just say? It's beyond just clapping hands. Best of all, this is the one that makes you want to dance. How many want to dance? Amen. Sure we do. Thank you, Jesus, because it's in the Bible. So those words that I'm singing there are, are going to go with a song, like I said at the end of this message. Psalm 150. Thank you, Lord. Hallel ye the Lord. Hallel, God, in his sanctuary. Lord, we hallel you in the firmament of your power. Um, go ahead and open your Bibles to Psalm 150. And I'm going to read hallel again. To praise the Lord by celebrating, yeah. by dancing, by shining forth and acting clamorously foolish. A very robust, liberating kind of praise. Isn't it fun when there's freedom in the place? Isn't, there, isn't it fun even when new people come in and, and uh, offer up expressions of worship and, and they're fresh and they're free and in love with Jesus? And that's what it's all about. Psalm 150, this word halal, is the whole thing in there is, and if you're familiar at all with that verse, it's, Praise, praise ye the Lord, halal God in the sanctuary, halal him in the firmament, halal him for his mighty acts. Now, now just think about what we're saying here um, with halal. All of these words, it's by celebrating. Come on. Can we celebrate and be grumpy? <laughs> Not really. Can we, can we dance and celebrate and shine forth and be offended by someone or angry? 
Doesn't work, does it? No, we're going to halal the Lord. We're going to halal him with the sound of the trumpet. Come on, we're going to halal him with the psaltery and the harp. Come on, let's halal him with the timbrel and the dance and halal him with stringed instruments and organs. Halal him with the loud cymbals and halal him on the high-sounding cymbals. In verse 6, you all know, let everything that has breath halal ye the Lord. Halal ye the Lord. Acting clamorously foolish. So if we felt self-conscious at all, at any time, for any reason, we can get over it. In Jesus' name. Number seven, Tahila. Tahila. (laughs) This is Hebrew for praise. Praise word for Hebrew. A praise from your spirit. Thank you, Lord. The residual song of the Lord from the heart of the believer. Let me read a little bit more about this right here. Tahila. It's the one that's the combination of the rest. It's singing. It's shouting. It's dancing. And it's more. It's wild praise. Amen, Lowell. It's fun. So everyone can rejoice before the Lord. So church isn't boring. Church isn't dull. Church is fun and exciting, and the river is flowing, and the Spirit of God is moving. And then Psalm 22, 3 is what we actually started out with, is that you are holy. Oh, God, you that inhabit, you dwell in, you come to live in the Tehillah of Israel. Thank you, Lord. In the celebration, what if we're all self-conscious? What if we're all about us? What if we're thinking about us four and no more. We can get rid of that and Tahila the Lord. And I love that uh, part of the song that we'll hear talks about, it says wild, wild praise. So thank you for that, Lord. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Praise the Holy One of Israel. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, don't you just want to praise him? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We clap our hands. Psalm 47, 1 says, We clap our hands and we shout unto God with a voice of triumph. That is also in our uh, packet that we give out to people when they first come here. Why do we lift our hands? Psalm 63, 4 says, I'm going to bless you while I live. And again, it says, I will lift up my hands in your name. Psalm 134.2, lift up your hands in the sanctuary. Oh, let's all do it right now. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, it even feels good. Thank you, Lord. I will that every man everywhere pray, lifting up holy hands without wrath and without doubting. Thank you, Lord, we can lift our hands to you. Thank you, Lord, we can praise you in the sanctuary. Let's go ahead and um, do the clap. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Praise ye the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of our God. Our God reigns. Our God does wondrous things. Holy is your name. Thank you, Lord. Oh, that's so great to shout unto God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. 
and something breaks in the spirit. Something, if there's any hindrance, any bondage in our life, it snaps off us. When we shout unto God, you will feel it leave. You will feel it lift. It's, it's gone. Whom the sun sets free is free. We have audible praise unto God. Why do we do that? Because Psalm 103, 1 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Soul, emotions, mind, and will. I say to you, bless the Lord. Everything that is within me, bless the Lord. Bless his holy name. And there's, there's such power in praise because when we're praising, we're living in the answer. Right. When we're praising, yes. we're focusing on the promise, not the problem. Yes. I work at this every day to focus on the yes. promise, not the problem. And when you do that, when you decide, you make that decision to live in praise, you, you are in this holy bubble. You are in this place where the fiery darts of the enemy bounce off of you. You have up the shield of faith. You have on the helmet. You have on your gospel shoes. And you're protected. You are safe. The name of the Lord is a high tower. And you've run into the name of that high tower. And you are safe. And we thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you for that ability that we can live in praise. I told you the story so many times. I'll just say that Angela and Joey live on Victory, on Victory Street. And all for many years... Pastor Dave would say, why live on Grumble Alley when you can live on Victory Lane? And, uh, of course, it's in the book. Chapter 5 in our book is all about living in praise. Chapter 5 in our book is all about living in the answer. Praise is living in the answer. Pastor Dave has had that written on his calendar every month. Do you still? Mm -hmm. At the top of his calendar, praise is living in the answer. So, And praise is faith at work. So we can make that decision no matter circumstances, we're all facing them. No matter uh, things that we're still waiting for, answers to prayer that are still on the way. We can live in praise, and when we're living in praise, we are thankful people, right? When we're living in praise, we're not grumbling. When I'm living in praise, I'm not whining. When I'm living in praise, I'm a positive person. When I'm living in praise, I see those things that be not just as though they were. When I'm living in praise, I'm speaking those things into existence. And I'm the head, not the tail. We're above only and not beneath. We're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony. We love not our life unto our death, but Jesus causes us to be winners. Jesus causes us to overcome. And uh, so much of that is just living in praise and just clarity. I just believe tonight, even in the spirit, that some things are, are uh, clearing up yep. and clarity yep. is coming. I love that when that happens through the preaching of the word. Yep. Why do we sing in tongues and why do we sing in English? 1 Corinthians 14, 14 and 15. Yep. And, you know, there's just great teaching in this whole thing, but I'm just going to read the verse. For if I pray in an unknown tongue... I, and let's see, my, my spirit prays, it was blocked out here, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? Okay, Paul says, I'm going to pray in the spirit, and I'm going to pray with my understanding. I'm going to sing in the spirit, and I'm going to sing with the understanding. So there we have it. We can sing in tongues, and we can sing in English. So um, great thing to experience, great thing to pass on. Um, we're able to already... Uh, pray in the spirit with our grandsons, and um, it's just great, you know, to hear them at three and five just say words of the spirit. We don't know what they are, and uh, 
you know, and our son at about that same age when we would pray, and Angela received a prayer language at a very early age, and, and uh, Ryan hadn't yet, but we, we would kneel down to pray, and we prayed every day with, by God's grace as a family, and Ryan would say, putty, 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 <laughs> And, uh, of course, got a prayer language, so I said that on another tape, and so I hope he doesn't hear this one. <laughs> Why do we have this kind of worship? Jesus said in John 4, the hour comes and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father seeks such to worship him. Just think of it. He's looking for people to worship him. He's a spirit. God is a spirit. That's why we don't have to understand it. Mm -hmm. And they that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Must worship him. Must worship him in spirit and in truth. And, and every age group I know is looking for this. Every age group is looking for life. Every age group is looking for excitement. Every age group is looking for somebody to break loose. <laughs> so just know you're free to break loose. And you'll change a generation. Right. You'll just change people's lives around you. You'll set people free. That's right. That's right. And um, Philippians 3.3 3 says, We are... We are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit, which worship God in the spirit. We worship God in the spirit, and we rejoice in Jesus Christ, and we don't have any confidence in the flesh. So I think that's all I'll do with those ones. Lifting our hands, audible praise, that's favorite. Standing when we sing. Um, Thank you, Lord. Let's go ahead and um, splice in our our song with the fire starters. Uh, Lowell was so kind to remind me of a song that um, Carmen has on one of his CDs. And the song talks about seven ways to praise. It is just wonderful. I'm going to ask that it be really loud. <laughs> and, uh, and come on down, anyone who has a part in this. Some of the, well, actually, all the words that, that I covered tonight will um, be covered in this song. So um, let's all stand up. <laughs> sure, yeah. You can just move it up there, cause, and then I'll close the service in some fashion. So <clears throat> we're still figuring it out here. <laughs> But I'll tell you what, when we hear the song, we'll know just what to do. So let's just spread out. Thank you, Lord. Okay, um, the, song, the song will tell us what to do. And the fire starters will lead. There'll be some acting out. And let's just be participants. And Father, this is for your glory. We want to praise you here tonight. We're here to worship you, Lord. And just lift up your name and praise you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Be glorified, Jesus. Be high and lifted up. And just go ahead and shout amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God be praised. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He's come to live in the praises of his people. Thank you, fire starters. Oh, it's fun to be a Christian. Thank you, Jesus. Well, let's make a declaration of... Um, our will tonight that we will praise the Lord, yes. that we will live in praise. Yes. 
that we will be thankful and free. Amen. So, Father, we thank you for the deposit of your Holy Spirit within us. Thank you, Jesus, for enduing us with power, for filling us with your life, for healing us in our bodies, for touching our emotions, for saving our souls, that our sins are forgiven, that you've given us a home in heaven. We have everything to be thankful for. We have everything to say thank you for. And, Lord, we purpose, even again tonight, to praise you with our lives, to praise you with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, to praise you with passion, to exhibit these expressions of worship that you have written in your word for us. And, Lord, that we will be people who lift our hands, that kneel before you, that shout unto you, that clap our hands, that sing in the Spirit, that dance before you. And we just thank you for liberty in our lives, liberty of these expressions in our homes, liberty of these worship expressions in this church as a corporate, as a body, that there's freedom in this place. And, Lord, when everything's said and done, Mm -hmm. you are glorified. So thank you for it. Let's give him a shout of praise again. Thank you, Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. And I just believe by the Spirit tonight that that uh, some bondages were broken because there's freedom in this place. Well, we're uh, shutting the message down early tonight so take a minute and reach out to anyone who's new and uh i think that's that's all we have for tonight for as far as announcements thank you for listening to this inspirational message we trust that you were encouraged in your faith for additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylifeatbrookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.